What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 138, and it is Wednesday, October 10th, 2018. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me, as always, is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's going on, everybody? Yes, man. We are back another week. Uh, you have a lot of things to get into. Yeah, I do. Yeah, talking about New York Comic Con man. 2018. Oh, from- such a dope experience. Yep, this past weekend, got some free swag right over here, uh, all right there, some programs and whatnot, thank you for that. No problem. Uh, also, some other, other geek stuff, um, yeah, you know, you, you, know, you know how we do at this point, uh, but before we get into the proceedings, let's give a big shout out to our sponsor, Studio Headphones. Oh, that's right. Yes. Custom, you can get custom, you know, custom made headphones, high qu- studio quality, very yep. fashionable and affordable. And all you got to do is just uh, go to studio.com and use the promo code Codex to get 15% off of your purchase. Yes, and free shipping in the USA. You know, I got to share that line for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, you can get Codex merchandise at wehavemerch.com. Just go there and search Codex, and there you go. Word. And also get into a bit of wrestling talk as well. I think, Carl, you saw the Super Show uh, from Australia. I did. I, yeah. I saw it, like, Monday. Yep. And because uh, I... Because who's going to stay up for 5 a.m. for that? You know? don't get up at 5 a.m. for that. Yeah. Which was crazy, because I actually was up early that time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That time, but I was just like, it's not gonna. Well, the place I was staying at didn't have Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. so I could. So I was like, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna burn up my data to watch. Yeah. So I was like, I could wait. Yeah, that and plus, from what I understand, according to the uh, chat on Monday night for Raw Wrestling Fantasy Warfare, the whole show was basically a recap of <laughs> rematches from it, the show. Pretty Super much. Joe. Pretty much. <laughs> wow. And John, yep, welcome to the chat, John. Uh, I did not see Venom, but Carl did. I did. And he'll get into that. So um, <laughs> while you're sharing the episode, Carl, I'll get into a bit of what I've been up to uh, this past yeah. week. Uh, for me, I've actually got to, got a chance to see a really good movie um, that I mentioned uh, I was waiting for, and that was A Star is Born. Yes, A Star is Born. This is the fourth version of that story. Um, there was one that came out in, the ni- in 1937. Um, then there was one in the 50s. And then there was one in the 70s with uh, Barbara Streisand and Chris Christopherson. Uh, this, this fourth version is the directorial debut of Bradley Cooper, he of Rocket Raccoon fame, and The Hangover, of course, and Limitless, which I still haven't seen. Uh, Don't you got my copy? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then you complain about me about having your stuff for a long period of time. And I never had your stuff for a long period of time. Yeah. Not as long as me, though. <laughs> no, yeah, I think you take I literally forgot I had it. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll watch it soon. Mm-hmm. I said that two months ago, but still. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, Star is Born uh, stars Bradley Cooper uh, in his directorial debut, along with Lady Gaga. And uh, Sam Elliott, and uh, this and this movie is awesome. It's a movie where uh, Bradley Cooper stars as this uh, country rock singer named Jackson Maine, who is a uh, kind of um, you know he's he's very popular. He's you know touring, he's performing and whatnot. But he's kind of his career is sort of on the downswing. Um, 
and he also has a bit of a drinking problem, bit of a likes likes to sauce a little too much. So uh, one night after one of his concerts, he uh, finds his way to a drag bar where he sees Lady Gaga perform. And Lady Gaga performs this breathtaking rendition of La Vie and Rose. And that just instantly uh, catches the eye of, um, of uh, Jackson. And then he, decide, and he gets to know Lady Gaga's character. And, and Lady Gaga's character, she's this uh, waitress who has a real talent for singing. And you know, she's just trying to come up, you know, just trying to be discovered. And um, she works a shitty waitressing job. Her father, played by Andrew Dice Clay, uh, and I didn't, rec- I didn't, <laughs> I didn't recognize him until until the end credits. I'm like, he looks familiar. Where have I seen him? And then the credits said Andrew Dice Clay. I'm like, that was him. First of all, he's still alive. <laughs> oh yeah, he is. He is. Oh, he must look old as hell. He 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 he's, he aged. Didn't he? he aged. Yep. You know, but but he wasn't. He didn't do the the Andrew Dice Clay shtick. Like no, hey, he can't. Like, he can't. No. <laughs> But um, but yeah, uh, but Lady Gaga she plays a a, a waitress named Allie who has a has a gift for sing- songwriting and singing, and so, and so Jackson takes her under under his wing and you know tries to you know, you know uh, introduces her to the uh, world stage, and um, as as their mentorship becomes a relationship or a romantic relationship, uh, Allie starts to you know develop her own star power. And much to the uh, chagrin of Jackson, who doesn't doesn't take too kindly to being overshadowed by this new upstart, who's also his romantic partner and his mentee, and there's a lot of complicated feelings. Plus, you know, he does have a drinking problem. Uh, this movie was incredible. Uh, definitely one of the best films I've seen all year. Uh, it's uh, Bradley Cooper has such a great talent for directing, and his his performance is 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 amazing. He has this um this uh, southern country drawl, which is uh, kind of taken from Sam Elliott, and uh, it's Sam Elliott. You know he uh he also makes a a, a reference to it. He even asks uh, Bradley Cooper's character, "It's like, yo, you you were why did you steal my voice?" And um and Bradley Cooper's character says, "Well, because you weren't you didn't have anything to say." Which is like, damn, that's oof, that's a hell of a line, but um, but you see, but you see uh, uh Bradley Cooper's character, and he's just you know, you know, you, you see you see him like he's a, he has he has a real talent for singing, and Bradley Cooper he's a pretty decent singer too, like like he definitely went above and beyond for this role and for this movie, and uh, and you you definitely feel for him even though like he does he does make a a few uh, decisions that you know it's like. Come on, man! What are you? What are you doing? But Lady Gaga, man, yo, she is definitely gonna get an Oscar nomination. Like, you, I mean, it's obvious that yeah, she is a good singer, but uh, and and a true artist. But man, like her performance was was something else. Like there was one scene where um, where uh, Jackson flies out Alley to one of his shows, and he says, and and this was a, this was like a day after like they had a conversation where Alley was sharing one of her a song that she was working on, and so. Uh, and so there's a scene where he's performing, and then he's like, "Hey, I have I have somebody intru- introduced to the stage, but uh, just give me a minute." Then he uh, he walks up to Ali, who's watching him uh, off to the side, and she's like, "And he's like, yo, just come on, come with me, sing, sing sing your song." And she's like, she's totally nervous, like, "Yo, I've never sung in front of a huge huge crowd." He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna sing the song without you, either way." And then you see you see Lady Gaga's character, like she's on the cusp of like of like you know coming out from the shadows like you know she's she doesn't have to 
keep her talent, you know, on the down low. She's about to, you know, have this opportunity. And man, boy, when you saw her take that stage and sing that song that she was writing, I cried, man. I knew I was <laughs> waiting for it. <laughs> Oh my god! I was like, "It's coming! It's coming! It's coming!" You cried. I, I I teared up. I teared up, boy, man. Like, woof. The 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 tears were just flowing when they were singing. I was like, "Man, you you go, man." It's it's, it's just so gratifying to see like underground talent be recognized, and it's like because like because too many people have have a gift and have a talent, and they don't get recognized at all. And you see some like, and you see some no talent mo- mofo's up there, you know, taking all the shine and the credit and the money. Oh man, it, it, it was it, it was just such a great moment, and and of course I won't I won't spoil the rest of it, but um, I just it, it, it blew me away. This movie is incredible, definitely one of the best films of the year. And I I haven't seen the original Star Is Born of films, but I do want to go back and watch those. Uh, definitely check it out um, if you're in the mood for some great a great soundtrack. Um, even if you're not a fan of country rock, it's still a great soundtrack. One, I was wondering what type of music it was, and, and B, um, B, how was Dave Chappelle's uh, performance? He was good. It was like a cameo. Oh, that's all it was. Yeah, oh, okay. it was a cameo. But like he, like his character, like he definitely had had some good lines. So they used him in the trailer just to sell the movie. Yeah, you can you can kind of say that. Yeah. Now and then the other question I had was, do you know if any of the previous Stars Borns, um like gotten any oscar recognition or any golden globe at all um if i'm not mistaken i think judy garland because she started in a 1950s version I, th- I think she won an oscar for best actress or she was nominated one of the two. Oh, okay yeah but yeah um check out uh star is born one of the best films of the year john i don't i do not appreciate your sleeping emoji oh <laughs> i know what that's about. i know i know definitely what that's about yeah uh <laughs> Uh, it, it, like I said, um, the ending, like it, I teared up again, man. I will add this movie to my collection. <laughs> like, yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it, see this instead of Venom is what I'm saying because Venom, from no, what no, I no, understand, no, 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 no. I'll get to you, I'll get you'll to Venom. Get to, you'll I'll get, get to Venom. I'll get to Venom. Get, get to but, Venom because you. But I'm gonna say, you know, if you had a choice between watching A Star Is Born or, or. Eddie Brock's adventures. Come on, do the right thing, man. Give oh, a star is born your okay, money. Okay, okay. All right, all That's all right. I gotta say. You done being bougie? Yes, I'm done being bougie. Okay, now <laughs> I actually went to go see Venom. Before okay. I get into like my whole main course and stuff. I'm what I've been up to, I did go see Venom. Okay. I will say that it's not a bad movie. Okay, you and the rest of the um stick up the ass credits critics. <laughs> That would say, you know, that gave this what a thirty-three percent on Rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, is that it? Yeah, that was the critics' mm-hmm. opinion, and then now the other one, which is like the general audience, they gave it an eighty-nine. Of course, they would. Because yeah, it was a fun. Now, does it has have its flaws? Yes. Okay. It has plenty of flaws, mm-hmm. but it was still it was still entertaining. All right. Like, what were some of the flaws of the movie, though? Uh, Venom was too goofy. I found Venom too goofy. Too goofy? I didn't think he was... He wasn't that... That wasn't the Venom I knew. Mm Mm-hmm. Is he more like a comedic character? Yeah. It's like they tried... It's like they tried to do a Deadpool without... Well, they was swearing... It's like they tried too hard to do Deadpool. Mm -hmm. And you can definitely tell, like, this movie should have been rated R. If it was rated R, it would have been a whole... uh, 
It would have been like a million times better. Mm. But it's like they, I know they try to keep it PG 13 because they want to get Tom Holland Spider Man in there, and Marvel will not let that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but isn't, but Venom's not connected to the MCU no. though. Yeah, so no. why, why do But PG-13? they still, but you know, eventually they still want like that Spider Man character there. I see, yeah. You know, in that universe as well as the MCU, so uh, yeah. you know, and that's not you know that's not going to happen. They can't have Spider Man in a rated art. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, he has done rated art. You know, the character has done rated art stories before, mm-hmm. but uh, and yeah, yeah, it's not it's not really going to happen. But you you did ruin something for me. Like I was real excited. I'm just sitting there like waiting for that one line. Mm-hmm. That like a turd in the, in the wind. wind. Yep. And then I saw it. I was just like, "Yep, there it is." <laughs> <laughs> it comes to like the end of the movie, though. Oh. Right, okay. So I waited throughout that entire movie just to be like, "Boom!" That's <laughs> it. <laughs> so, um, but I mean, it's enjoyable. Like, if you just want to do some, if one of it's one of those movies that if you want to just like hang out with your boys or some, mm-hmm. and just be like, "Yo, let's go see Venom." We'll go see it, and it's just not really that. It wasn't that bad. Okay. Now, was it obvious that like, because I heard forty minutes was cut from it, so it could be PG thirteen. Yeah. 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 But you can tell. But the post credit scene mm-hmm. is. Should I just? I don't know I well, I, I I know the post credit scene because like, I I read about it. And apparently, a certain big actor yeah. might be playing Carnage. He will be, yeah, he will be playing Carnage, and I'm, I actually like it. You know, that. I like it. If you actually see it, and you're like, first of all, you actually Jones, you, you Jones out when you see it. Okay. And then, like, just his lines and the way he was acting, I'm like, they nailed this one. Mm-hmm. Sony nailed it. Okay. Yeah. So that sounds like a movie that you would definitely go see. Oh yeah. yeah. Hands down. Yeah, I mean, provided that it does have that freedom of a, of an R rating, though, because like PG thirteen Venom, I mean PG thirteen Carnage, it won't work. I know yeah. that it definitely won't work. So it's like they gotta do it. It has to be. Mm-hmm. It has to be. It worked for Logan. Yeah, it can definitely work for this. Oh yeah, and plus like, and plus it makes you wonder like why Sony decided to make it PG thirteen. I know. It's like a, want to get spider they want to get spider in but i heard yeah. that they're actually going to do like a rated r a director's rated. cut oh yeah like for the blu-ray release or yeah. something yeah because it's like yeah i i, I could see like they want to introduce spider-man in it but it's like well logan and deadpool made so much money though and there are but oh well but uh how was the main villain though it was i know it was played by riz ahmed yeah oh he he played um his name was Carlton Drake. He was the head of the um, the Life Corporation. Mm-hmm. So um, he's he wasn't an impactful villain. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, say, like several like movies down the line, you will definitely forget about him. Yeah. Okay. So he like kind of served his purpose, and that was that. Yeah. Uh, I see. Yeah. Kind of like the Malekith of of a uh, of the Spidey non MCU verse. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's too bad. He's a good actor too. Yeah, I, I know I saw him in something before, and I just can't think about it. Sorry, Kyle. We <laughs> just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I still say go see it. Still go see it though. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. 
So then, um, what else I've been up to? Bumping some music. Okay. Some more music. Oh my God. Another one. Another album. Another dope album that nobody's talking about. Okay. Logic's Young Sinatra 4. Young Sinatra 4. Okay. This is probably, along with Lupe Fiasco, this is probably the most hip hop album that is out right now. Okay. All right. Everything from lyrics. First of all, the boy Logic can spit. Mm. Like, I haven't listened to any of his music, though, to be honest. I know you listened to the 1 800 song, the one about suicide prevention. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was a hit, you know. Yeah. I, was, I always liked that song. But, dude, this album, I sent it to you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I will definitely listen to it. Like, next time, like tomorrow when I'm driving yes. to work, I'll have it playing. Do it. All right. Young Sinatra 4, okay. Yeah, like I said, I send it to you. There's no excuse. All right. What are some of your favorite tracks in the album? Oh, um, Wu-Tang Forever. Oh, oh, that. With the Wu-Tang Clan. All right. That's what's up. So it wasn't like Drake's Wu-Tang Forever where he calls a song Wu-Tang Forever and it has nothing to do with this. <laughs> nothing to do with the title. Wow. False advertising. You think? <laughs> Trying to sell records. You think? <laughs> I mean, he's going to sell. He's Drake. He's going to sell regardless. Yeah. But Jesus Christ, that pissed me off. Wow. But yeah, that Wu Tang Forever song, fire. Mm. Okay. Fire. Like, of course, like Logic had to come correct. If you're gonna do a record with the Wu Tang Clan, mm-hmm. you gotta come correct. And he had, he didn't just do like the lesser known man. I mean, he had Ghostface, RZA, Method Man, Jizza, You mm. Got Capadonna. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, Met, did I mention Method Man? Yeah. You did. Met. Okay, yeah, yeah. You was it. Um, also, 100 Miles and Running featuring Wale and John Lindau. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that, like uh, that record right there just took me back to my B Boy days. They sampled Apache, mm-hmm. the drum break from Apache. And then it was just like, between, I mean, John Lindau did his thing, but between Logic and Wale, especially Logic. Mm hmm. Like, he, he wasn't going to um, renegade. <laughs> he wasn't going to do an Eminem re- renegade on. Yeah. Logic took his shit back. Okay. Um, also, there was the title track, Young Sinatra 4, Street Dreams, The Adventures of Stony Bob featuring uh, Kejo, Sladro, and Big Limbo. Mm-hmm. Some of my favorites. But this is actually like one of those albums where I can listen to from beginning to end. Mm. Oh, that's what's up. I like that. Yeah, so it's like it's definitely, definitely, definitely worth it. Okay, all right. So, so then the next album I sh- that I um that I listened to was Ti's latest release, Dime Trap. Okay, not bad. Mm-hmm. I would definitely say Logic's the better of the two, mm-hmm. but you know there were some songs that I did like. It was definitely yeah, and it was also it had that trap sound and stuff. So it was like it was like a traditional Ti album. Right. So, you know, he had a couple of good songs like The Amazing Mr. Fuck Up. <laughs> okay. That's such a great title. Um, At Least I Know, Hefe featuring Meek Mill, and then more and more featuring uh, Young Jeezy. Well, featuring Jeezy. Okay. Yeah, I always liked it when T.I. and Jeezy collaborated, so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, oh, it's a good, it was a good album. I recommend you do listen, you know, take the time and listen to it. Mm. Okay. And all that. But definitely listen to Logic. All right. So yeah, that's pretty much all I got up until the main course. There's any any like any type of news that uh, came across your radar and stuff? 
Um, oh, um, I have some uh, some wrestling talk. Bit about. Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I, I did watch the uh, last week's episode of the May Young Classic, the beginning of the second round. Um, Shit, I didn't even get a chance to watch that. Yeah, it's definitely the best uh, the best episode of the tournament so far. Really? Yeah, um, like four solid matches, especially in my view, the best women's match of the year so far. Um, first, you had a uh, Tony Storm versus Hiroyo Matsumoto. Definitely a really good match. Lady Godzilla, uh, she almost won it, but Tony no, Storm. Stop, stop, stop. I'm watching it like tonight. Oh, okay. Um, then you had a Rhea Ripley versus Katie Cantanzaro, uh, who was a, a, an American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yo, she is like, you know, she's got like cruiserweight agility. Like she's five feet, 100 pounds, and she's like flying and zipping all around the ring. Like, well, yo. Have you ever watched American Ninja Warrior? I, I've seen well, like, like clips. Blanc- Blanc- I've seen and stuff like yeah, all that stuff that they do. You kind of you're gonna get that agility. <laughs> you're gonna get the gain that agility. Oh yeah, and like even even her her entrance in the ring, like she actually climbs up the turnbuckle <laughs> to get in the ring. That's what's, which is which is pretty fun. <laughs> then you had uh, the the new rookie trained by uh, Devon Dudley, Lacey Lane, in the Performance Center versus okay. Tainara Conti, and then you had in my view. Uh, the best women's match of the year so far, Mako Sakamura, Sakamura versus Mercedes Martinez. Like I expected, this was going to be a hard-hitting match between two veterans. Like uh, Mako Sakamura, she's been in the game for 16 years. Mercedes Martinez for 18, and they're both like hard hitters. And this was a hard-hitting match. Why is Mercedes Martinez signed? I think I, I think uh, uh, listening. I think she has like two full-time jobs. Or something like that, and she just wrestles on the side. It better be some good ass jobs, <laughs> <laughs> apparently. Because I was surprised, because like when, cause when Michael Cole and uh, Renee Young and Beth Phoenix, because they're they're a good commentating team, and like they give like different facts on each of the competitors. Yeah. They mentioned that she has two full time jobs. I'm like, well, okay, it better be good <laughs> as. Fuck. Yeah, if I mean, especially if they give you enough room to wrestle on the side. Yeah, I'm like. Yeah, not just in any indie show like like WWE programming. Yeah. Well, she probably had to take take time off for that one. Yeah, but yeah, definitely a dope match. Like, oh man, I, I wish. Yeah, there's a there's a new episode tonight. But yeah, definitely go out of your way to check out Mako Sadomore versus Mercedes Martinez. Best women's match of the year so far. Okay. Yeah. And you didn't catch any of the Super Show. I did not, um, but I did see. Um, I was happy. I did see the results. Like I am happy that uh, Buddy Murphy is a new cruiserweight champion. Best match of the night, which I heard. Yeah. Best match of the night. I mean, I watched that just like, whoa. Yeah, and I heard the crowd was hot too. Yeah, being his home oh country. Oh my and all. god! Like that when he when Buddy Murphy won. I mean, that crowd was insane. Like the icons got a little yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, they're home too. But it's like, yeah. But Jesus Christ, Buddy Murphy was where it was at. Mm. He really is the best kept secret. Yeah. Yeah, I I can't wait to honestly. Now that he's defended, there's one match I wish I could have saw. I wish I could see now on Two Hundred Five Live. Mm-hmm. Buddy Murphy against Neville. Oh man, yeah. Damn, they dropped the ball on this one. Yeah, Neville, I know he's back in Dragon Gate. Yeah, and he goes by the name of Pac. Yep. Yeah, and, and hey, more power to Neville. Like, hopefully he'll can command, like, huge paydays uh, because WWE did him dirty. They did. Yeah. 
Damn. How you, how you gonna job him out to Enzo twice? But anyway. Enzo Enzo oh, he had he had that charisma where he his mouth got him over with the fans. Yeah. Not did. his wrestling ability. Oh no. His mouth. Yeah. Cause he did get over. He did. Because I remember you calling yourself Victor Omori <laughs> at one point. I did, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. He was actually enjoyable to watch, him and Cass. And then, you know, then he started feeling himself way too much. Too much. He started hanging around, like Jim Cornette said, he started hanging around pe- stupid people doing stupid shit. Yep. Yeah. And that's what happens. Yeah. Now he's trying to break into the rap game. Oh, <laughs> you know, every once in a blue moon, I just go on Enzo's Instagram just to check on him. Oh, God. His Instagram. Yeah. Mm. He's doing like Comic Con and like appearances. He's doing appearances and stuff. Okay. Um. So he's like getting in some type of income, but it's like, oh god. Yeah. He did a video. He did a video where he RKO'd um Takashi Six Nine. Oh. Oh god. No. 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 <sighs> That's the pr- okay. If he's whatever helps him sleep at night, whatever keeps him happy. Yeah. Let him be happy. I suppose, you know, as long as he's not, you know, all over TV, you know, doing what he does, that's fine. Or as long as he doesn't drop an album either. But uh, Oh, but, that's coming. Oh, no. It's going to come. No. but Somebody's going to sign him just because of the simple fact that he has that WWE star power. The hell, Macho Man had an album, had a record deal in an album. Yeah, but he's a legend. <laughs> Macho Man had an album and a record deal. Yeah, but he's a legend, though. Macho Man had an album in a record deal. Yes. You guys played 30 seconds yep. of Be A Man on, like, yes. episode, I don't know, six? I think so, yeah. And I was like, that's 30 seconds of my life that I will never get back. Listen, have you listened to the whole album? I don't want to listen to the whole album, okay? I think you should. I will not do, I will do no such thing. I think it's on Spotify. I'm sure it is on Spotify, but I wouldn't do <laughs> You're missing I out. I will man. do it. No, yes, I yes, I am missing out. It's a hip hop gem. It is not. <laughs> it is a yeah, if you want a good laugh. I mean he, he yo, Muncho Man, he he wasn't bad on the mic. He wasn't That's that bad. Problem. I'm pretty sure somebody else wrote those wrote his lyrics for him. Even so, even so, like if even if that whether that's the case or not, he still had a good command on the on the mic. It's because he knows how to be on the mic. He was well, a wrestler, right? But well, not just spitting, not just whenever promos. Whenever you hear, whenever you be doing well, his promos, it, his raps are just nothing but his raps are just promos. Nah. Yes. No. Yeah, they're they, promos. You're selling it short. They're promos that rhyme. Nah, you're selling it short. Like, like cutting the promo and and, and spitting rhymes are two different things. You but, can, no. but Doctor Style Slick used to do it. Uh, do we do we really want to compare Macho Man to Style Slick? You can't hate on Slick. I can't. No, I'm not hating on Slick, but but man, I'm 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 just saying like compare compare Macho Man and Enzo Amore. Macho Man is Eminem on the mic. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> You're only saying that because you like Macho Man better. Of course, of course. As an overall human being, pretty much. Yes. Yeah, that too. You, and that's why you're biased. I'm not biased. That is, bi- that is a biased opinion. I am not biased. You can pay. I am not biased, but by the time Enzo released his consensual penis record, <laughs> you have already made up your mind that you hated Enzo. Yeah, you never hated Macho Man. 
Of course not. Exactly. So you have a biased opinion. But why would I hate Macho Man Randy Savage? Regardless, oh, he used to keep he used to keep Miss Elizabeth locked away from everybody. That was an abusive. That was an abusive relationship. See, see, why, why, why you got to slander a man with rumors? Anyway, uh, let's. They, they weren't my rumors. Uh, you know what? Speak, speaking of um, depressing things, how was the main event at Super Show? Triple H and uh, the Undertaker. It was solid. Really. No, um, now was Undertaker able to walk to the ring under under his own power, like yeah, the full length good. of the aisle? Yeah, he was good, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> now, Shawn Michaels, uh, I, God, it's so heartbreaking seeing him bald. Not, like it hurts. Does he still wear the headband to like cover where his headline what head hair hairline used to be? Yes, <sighs> like, we we know you're bald. <sighs> you know, it's, it still depresses me that Shawn Michaels. It it, it, it just took it's us coming back. It took a Saudi paycheck. To yeah, spoilers are over, Kyle. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Is Shawn Michaels coming back? I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it at all. Me neither. But you know, hey, if WWE, it, 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 WWE right now is reminding me a lot of WCW. WCW. Yeah, just, you're not the only one who thinks that. Yeah, like because. Because yeah, you have a lot of young talent that's just not over as as big as you know those legends, you know for other reasons. But still, it's like you're not giving your your current roster the time, the chance the, to do so. The legends should be a novelty. Yes, exactly. Like, should, just like they said in Jabba Tears, they should be a novelty. Mm-hmm. Have them there. Yep. But still, make sure that you're putting the younger talent over. Exactly. The yeah. younger talent should be the spotlight. Yep. Exactly, yeah. And, and that, and plus, like... It was a main event that wasn't needed. Yeah, it, it wasn't needed. And, and and since Kyle's back on the chat and Eddie's here with us, what up, what up guys? Um, here's one thing that, that that they'd have to be honest with themselves with. And, and, this, was, and this was something that was brought up in a, another wrestling, wrestling podcast that I listened to, Solid Monster Sounds Off. Mm-hmm. Um, he brought this up. He made a good point. He said, be honest. Ask yourself, like... Roman Reigns, for example, is he a bigger star now that he's Universal, Universal Champ? Is he is he a bigger star now than he was even six months ago nope. or a year ago? He's Not at still all. the same. Still the same. Like and, and Kyle, you have to admit that. Like he's still not the guy in the sense that he's not over with the fans. He's not as big as you know. Obviously, Shawn Michaels or the Undertaker or even Triple H. Like if 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 Roman Reigns was as over as you say he is, why isn't he closing out shows? Why isn't he? You know, going up against like other other legends as well. Like Roman Reigns got the rub from two back to back WrestleMania main events against Triple H and The Undertaker. Both men put him over. He's still not over with the fans. He's still not over as like the new face, like like a Stone Cold or The Rock in their prime. It, it, it's just not there. That's that's why you got to bring out these old men back one more time. <sighs> I, I don't know. It it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> now, uh, shut up. We lost. <laughs> now let's move on. We lost by three. Let's move on. Oh, rest of the show was as good as the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, oh, what, what team did uh, the Cowboys lose to? The, oh, guy, the Houston, the Houston Texans. Oh, are, are the Houston Texans bad? They're not doing good. Oh. It was a even. It was an even matchup. We're not doing so. We're not doing that great. No, we're t- not doing that great this year. Typical. You shut your face. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's that, that's it uh, for the wrestling uh, talk. But yeah, May Young Classic. Mako versus Mercedes. Definitely check that out. All right. Um, oh, another, a little bit of news just dropped today. Yeah. You can actually 
I don't know the exact date when it's going to start, but you can actually change your PlayStation gamer tag. Oh, word. Nice. Yeah, but it's like the first time it's free. Mm-hmm. Then the second time it's 10 bucks. Oh, okay. I only plan on changing it one time, mm-hmm. and I'll be good after that. Oh, what are you going to change it to? Change to the same thing as my Instagram, the same thing as my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bird 1027. I'm just leaving it at that. Oh, nice. Consistency. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. It's just laziness. Yeah. I don't want to. I'm just not. I, I, just, I mean, I'm creative enough. I just didn't want to. Yeah. I just don't want to change it that many times. Yeah. My DJ name is Mr. Bird because of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or hey, it's, if it sticks, it sticks. Man. Yeah, it, it does. So um, yeah. that oh, they released in the um, poster for um, hmm. actually no two things today they released a poster for um, Disney's Aladdin movie. Oh yeah, I saw you post that. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing, but it's supposed to be coming out in May next year, correct? I think so. Let me see. Um, and then Lion King's coming out in June. Oh yeah, June of next year. Yeah, because it's there. Because what they were aiming for is to have it released on the exact 25th anniversary of um, the the release of the, the 1994 film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's that's what's up. Yep, yeah, Will poster. Smith po- he posted it. And he says, "I can't wait till you guys to see me in blue." And I'm like. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to judge Will Smith on his on his own merits. Exactly, because you're talking to <laughs> translate to mediocre gamer. Oh man, fight! We words. said we gotta get this. We gotta get this match done. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, but but yeah, we're gonna have to renew the debate. Uh, since Aladdin and Lion King are coming out, the live action versions next year. That's we're... gonna be a debate. Oh, Lion King's gonna win that hands down. Lion King was just simply the better movie. Exactly. You hear that? Lion King was the better movie. <laughs> yes, Lion King was the better movie. Oh, anyway. please explain why we do. <laughs> no, um, the reason why we we say that is because um, um, my girlfriend and I uh, have an argument where um, my girlfriend claims that Aladdin is the best Disney animated film and that the Lion King sucks. She is not a fan at all of the Lion King. I can understand that she just thought that Aladdin was just the better movie, and then that's it. You know, mm-hmm. Lion King still has his credibility, but she really just dogged the Lion King like that. Yeah, she ought to be ashamed of herself. Hey, I mean, everyone's entitled to their opinion, but no, that was a shitty opinion. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, I, I was, I was, I was dismayed, but you know, we we've learned to agree to disagree. That you know, Lion King, they're both classics. They're both Oscar-winning classics, but when it's crunch time. Lion King is number one. Aladdin's a close number two. And we can agree on that. Would you put Aladdin as a close number two or Beauty and the Beast? I'll put Aladdin as number two. Cause, yeah, yeah before, I would, I, before it was the other way around where Beauty and the Beast is number two. But then upon further evaluation, like I would go with, I would go with Aladdin over Beauty and the Beast. But they're both like, I, neck I and neck too. in the top three. Like we both, you know, as kids, we wore those VHSs out as well. Yeah. VHS. Thinking of <laughs> Yeah, but uh, but yeah, man. Now the new debate will be which live action version is going to be better. Lion King is going to be one of the top grossing movies of 2019. Oh yeah, without question. 
I, I think so. Because, like, yeah. especially with the special effects that they have in store. Yeah. It's going to be... It's Lion King in, event, in Avengers 4 is going to be neck and neck. Yeah. They're going to be, like, right then and there. And mm. Disney's just going to be sitting there just... Just caking. C- yeah. And we get to see Nala eyes in CG. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, e- even when we were kids, we knew what we knew what she <laughs> meant with those eyes. That. We knew what was going on. <laughs> you had to look at that five five again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Kyle says Aladdin is the goat. Uh, and yeah, or a uh, peace out, Kylie. There, he's gonna about to do the I UWO cannot, podcast. I wait to hear that because James Grande, you did it again. Oh man, care to explain, Carl, about this? So okay, so there's been an ongoing feud between James Grande and our, and um, Adrian Price and our wrestling fantasy warfare group about Roman Reigns being the guy and all that. So Grande, what's what we call him. Sends two videos mm-hmm. by James Ellsworth. Yep. <laughs> he <laughs> and James Ellsworth cut cut promos on Adrian and name dropping the group, which is insane. We're still wondering how he got that done. How he got it done? Yeah, he like, he will not tell. Yeah. So Adrian rebuttaled, and he had to use his daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, so he had to use he used his daughter's cuteness as a weapon, mm-hmm. and Ellsworth came back, mm-hmm. took a shot at his daughter. Now it was a very polite, it was a very like polite shot. It was nothing malicious. It was mm-hmm. like nothing. From what I heard, like Adrian's daughter actually enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, somebody on TV. You know, she's what. I want to say like four or five. Somebody, somebody that she sees on TV mm-hmm. mentions her name. Yeah, you know, if you're five or six, you'd be amped up as hell. Oh yeah. So absolutely. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, it, it was a complete good. It was very good actually. Yep. So then he's like, okay, if you think you guys got enough, I'm gonna add one more mm-hmm. to my stable. He brings in Hornswoggle. <laughs> Hornswoggle <laughs> actually said that if he. Farts in the mic and pops up from under the ring. He would still get a better reaction from Roman Reigns, and I could not disagree. Yeah, like if that were to literally happen, like Hornswoggle would get the biggest pop of the night, bigger a bigger pop than your boy Roman Reigns. Yes. Uh man, like he's dead. <laughs> stop, stop. He's, he's already, already dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> he. Grande won the group. Yeah, he won. He won the group. Yeah. Like, there's no way Adrian can have another rebuttal unless he gets Roman Reigns. Reigns himself. And that's not going to happen. Roman Reigns or bigger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, Adrian, but like. You got to take that hold, L. Yeah, hold this L. It's for you. <laughs> Wear it. <laughs> oh, man. Man. Oh, man. All right. But real quick. Yeah. Let's pay this bill real quick. We want to shout out our sponsor, Studio Headphones. So if you want, <laughs> you cracking me up with that. Well, if you want some high quality, very fashionable, and very affordable headphones, yep. go on to studio.com and make sure that you use the promo code Codex to get 15% off. 
off your purchase. Yes, and, and free shipping in the USA. You can never go wrong with that. Also, you can get um, Codex Prime t-shirts at wehavemerch.com. Yep, indeed, man. Yep, and make sure when you order purchase, take a picture of you wearing it. We would definitely shout you out and post you on our social media sites. Absolutely, man. Yeah. All right, so when you get that down. First of all, you did something very, you know, very interesting too. Over the past over this past weekend, oh yeah, that's right. Um, I attended the uh, URI had their fiftieth uh, uh, anniversary of the talent development program. Um, it was at the uh, Omni uh, Hotel in Providence. It was really fancy. Yeah, it was fancy. It was a fancy shindig. It was fantastic. Oh. Um, a lot of a lot of great uh, alums from past and present. Even some members from the very first class. Really? Yeah, from nineteen sixty eight. Yeah, you had a few of the the OG, the OG of OGs <laughs> there, <laughs> and that that was pretty fantastic and uh, like um, like great food and it was a great time just reconnecting with some some peeps that I met at URI and through now, the TD program. Yeah. Now, what was talent development actually? Uh, talent development. It's a program at URI which um, which uh, services uh, 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 many many uh, many students of color in Rhode Island. So like they recruit. So it's a program where like uh, students who are accepted uh, through talent development who apply to URI, they go through the uh, TD summer program where they get to take two classes in during the summer right after high school. So they get six to eight credits going into the fall semester of their freshman year, and TD also helps out financially as well. Oh, dope. Yep. So um, so you definitely get a nice uh uh, uh, uh discount on your tuition through like a. Uh, uh, different grants and whatnot okay yeah i believe my sister yeah my sister did it she was supposed to go but something came up i guess i guess she couldn't make it oh okay yeah yeah it's it's a it's a terrific program so you guys looking all fancy and stuff and i'm just like in in my many travels that i'm about to get into so i mean please feel free to interrupt me with any questions that you got (laughs) but um yeah you know you got everybody look good Everybody looked good. I'm glad y'all had fun because I had the time of my life this weekend. Oh yeah, it was a much. It was a. It was you know, a, it was a much unneeded, unrestful <laughs> getaway. I probably like slept the least in one entire week. No, I'm lying. Cause, no, I'm lying because there was one time I worked like six shifts straight. Damn. Yeah, I, mm. I haven't done that since. Mm. So yeah, I actually uh, took a trip out to New York this weekend for uh, New York Comic Con. Word. I mean, and anybody who is just a fan of nerd culture, I strongly urge you to go because what an experience it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like my. First of all, like I, tr- I got there. I can just tell you, my, my I got there like very late. I didn't get into New York till about midnight. Got to my Airbnb at like two in the morning, and then woke up at like six. Damn, four hours of sleep. Yeah, I lost a lot of sleep this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> in a way, I'm still kind of paying for it. Mm. But um, but yeah, I by the time I woke up, got back into the city, like I was too excited to eat. Mm. Man, so. Granted, I got to the city around like 
8.30-ish. Mm-hmm. Of course, I took a little snap. I was like, I got up. I got off of the subway, like, right at Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of see... Um, it was cool because, like, you see Madison Square Garden, and then you see the Empire State Building. Then you turn around, you see the Manhattan Center. Yeah. So where the very first Raw yep. was oh. at. Oh, word. So I was like, oh, shit, there it is. Mm. I can't go in, but it's like, oh, man. It, was, it, was still, it was still cool to see that. You know? mm-hmm. And then, like, once I arrived, I mean, there was cosplayers everywhere, like, roaming the streets of New York. Mm. So it's just like wow, like this is it. I'm really about to go in here. Like I've been hearing so, m- I've been hearing about it many year after year after year, and I kept saying to myself, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go after, I'm gonna go. Yeah. Then finally, I just made it. I I made it happen this year. Yeah. So then you know I get there, everything just went so smooth. Everything just went so smoothly, like drama free and everything. So in, um, I don't know. Well, if you would have, if you follow us on the fa- on Facebook or on Instagram, I try to get as much as possible. But when you're traveling from the Bronx to Hell's Kitchen, you kind of already like use your battery life. So I really mm-hmm. couldn't get as much as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. So one of the first things I did, well, when you actually get your ticket, you have to get. Um, it's highly recommended that you download the New York Comic Con app. Mm-hmm. Now, what the app does, it has like. Everybody, all the appearances and all the panels that would that have that are coming up. Yeah. And what you can do is like you can look at the you know specific times that whatever your celebrity or whatever you want to do is going to happen. Mm-hmm. You you um you add it to your schedule, mm-hmm. so you have your schedule mapped out in the app. Mm-hmm. Not to mention like that app has like has all types of features in it like. Um, like it tells you all, um, it has like maps and everything and stuff. So it's very, it's it helps your, it helps you like organize your trip better. Okay. So and then like like say you you have a celebrity that you want to meet at like excuse me that you want to meet at like eleven mm-hmm. excuse me they'll send you it'll, it'll send you the app will send you an alert mm-hmm. and say hey. You have a meeting site. You have a meet and greet together at this time. Start heading over there. Yeah, which is much needed because the Javits Center is huge. Mm. So it's like it's virtually. I was only there for one day that Saturday, and it's virtually impossible mm. to do everything in one day. Oh wow! Impossible. You have to at least do three days tops. Wow. It's actually cool to do the fourth day. Because it runs from Thursday through Sunday. It's actually cool to do the fourth day because you still get to catch up like with a lot. You can use like that fourth day to like catch up on vendors and stuff. And mm-hmm. oh, because they had everything. Oh, like, like every everything was there. Like different comic book vendors, artists. Artists, Ali, you would have had a field day. Now, if you cannot get a you really can't get a good look of Victor's apartment here. Mm. And it's just nerd art yeah. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. First of all, Artist Alley is the size of the second floor of the, of the Rhode Island Convention Center. Artist Alley alone. Really? Yes. Damn. Our kind of kind ain't shit. <laughs> it's, no, it's good. It's good for what it is. Yeah. It's good for what it is. We're the smallest state. Our buildings aren't that big. So it's, mm-hmm. like, that's just what it is. But like, why didn't I cosplay? I, I I had to I had to network the podcast. But I am starting to think about it. Yeah. So um, if I cosplay, I got to do it like just one day, and then I'm 
podcast and the other. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't forgot. You done let, threw me off, Steven. <laughs> Shout out to Steven. But uh, where was that? Yeah, you're saying that Artist Alley. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, first of all, I'm just going off. Mm-hmm. I'm going like off my notes here. Yeah. Um, the first person I actually went to go meet was Daniel Fischel. Mm-hmm. Topanga from Boy Meets World. Uh, who was like so sweet, by the way. Mm-hmm. And actually, the way they did the meet and greets was meet and greets for that one was like very organized. What they did was they would go into the line, and uh, somebody working for her, they would have like a little note. Mm-hmm. They would have like a little like post-it note, New York Comic Con post-it note, and they'll ask for your name. Mm-hmm. They'll write it down. They make sure you spelled it right and everything. And then they ask, "Oh, are you taking a selfie, or are you, uh, are you, t- yeah, are you taking a picture, or are you getting an autograph?" You know, circle one to one or the other or both. Mm-hmm. So then they'll give that to you. So then when you go to pay your celebrity and stuff, it, you have all the information right there. Mm-hmm. Your name's written down so they can. So if they're autographing to you, they're cu- it's custom and they'll spell it right. Nice. And all that. And yeah, Topanga was just so sweet. So, but then you have Ben Savage right next to her mm-hmm. who played Corey. Yep. Corey is short. Really? I would, like I knew I thought he had some type of eye in him. He's little. Like how short like, is he? Like, uh, he has to be. If I'm five eleven, he has to be about five eight. Okay. So wow. Topanga has to be about five four. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Will Friedle, who played Eric, yep, his was on the other side. He had to be about my height. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but what was cool about what he did was like he instead of like coming from the back curtain like everybody else, he comes in from the other side with from you know the fans, mm-hmm. and he just stopped. He just stopped. Started talking with the fans and like nobody didn't really even notice. Mm-hmm. And he, I just start hearing everybody laughing. Like, what's everybody laughing for? I'm like, oh shit, he's like right there. <laughs> so I thought it, I always think it's like cool when celebrities just like casually inter, um, interact with their fans, whether if it's in uh, in public or in an organized setting. Because I know a lot of fans don't, a lot of celebrities don't like that. Yeah. But like it was, I always thought it was just so cool for him to do that. Mm. So yeah, I got a chance to meet her and stuff. And then like, first of all, the Dragon Ball section alone mm-hmm. was insane. I took a couple of pictures. Like they had yep. like a flying Nimbus you could stand on and take a picture. A life size Vegeta. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know how, and then the the aura. You know how when they charge up and you start yeah. seeing the aura, they had that there. Yep. I took a picture of that, and everybody thought I was like farting or pooping or whatever. <laughs> Maybe it was a bad face. I don't know, but I was charging up. Damn it. <laughs> It's over 9,000. Oh, of course I said that. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, they had a dra- they had like a little station where you can play the Dragon Ball card game. Mm. They had Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Like, there was just so much. And there was also a panel that happened Friday, a Dragon Ball panel, because they were getting ready to, because pro- they were promoting the, um, the Broly uh, movie coming out. Yeah, okay. And they had like, you know, the Japanese cast members, voice cast, and the American cast, the English cast. Mm-hmm. And then the woman whose name I forget, but she plays, she does the voice of Go- of um, Goku mm-hmm. in Japanese. And she just started like screaming, did the commit, and like started yelling Kamehameha mm-hmm. and stuff. And then they show the, and then they show an exclusive trailer that you can only see there. This happened on Friday. I was there Saturday. I was yeah. pissed I missed it. Oh. And um yeah, where you see yeah, it was like you see like the origins of Goku, the origins of Vegeta, the origins of Frieza. Oh. And they were saying like Frieza was like a badass from birth. Damn. And I'm just like, I'm fucking pissed I missed it. You'll see yeah, it. Soon. Well yeah, but there's like a lot of things that like a lot of these panels you couldn't have your phones out. 
Oh, which okay. one? Which a couple more I'll get to later. So then another um, celebrity that I went to go meet was my favorite, or my all-time favorite WCW wrestler, Sting. Not Hugh Morris? Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Goldberg's first opponent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Sting, the the legend, the man himself, Sting. That's Very awesome. nice guy, fellow Dallas Cowboys fan. We was talking about that and how he did um, back when uh, a couple years ago when he did the thirteen when they had their thirteen and three season, mm-hmm. and he was playing. He played their intimidation coach. Really? Oh yeah, That's it was a hilarious bit. It was a hilarious video. We was talking about that, and he was telling how it was so much fun to do and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, you know, it was awesome, like to kick it, you know, to kick it with him and take that picture. Not to mention, Topanga's a, Cow- a Cowboys fan too. Oh. So listen, my childhood crush <laughs> to both my favorite wrestlers <laughs> and my favorite rapper is a Dallas Cowboys fan. Wow, that's that's dope. But anyway, so then of course I. Happened to meet up with some very good friends of our friends of ours, the party nerds, right. straight out of New Jersey, and you know they were all kind of spread up because they they had press they got hooked up with press passes, oh, right. which was dope. I'm like, oh my god, we gotta get those. So they were like interviewing people all yeah. the way, yeah, okay, yeah, like they if as long as you had a press pass, you were able to like do you know do a lot of that stuff, and then mm. I ended up also meeting the comic book pals, really cool guys. They're they're waiting to collaborate with us. Okay. So we got to get that. We're going to get that done soon. But anyway, <laughs> hold on. Shout out to Grande. He just tuned in on the chat. <laughs> the champ is here. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, and I ended up meeting uh, Trish Stratus also. And me and Ed from the Party Nerd, shout outs to him. We just kicked it the entire day. Mm. So, yeah. uh, and, so like, and he was telling me about some of the panels that he that he went to. Um, like, he ended up having a chance to play Resident e- the remake of Resident Evil Two at the Capcom station, dude. And he was like, "Yo, it's the most sickest thing ever." And he was just describing this. He he put it to it this way: the storyline of two, mm-hmm. the controls as four. Yep. Seven graphics. <sighs> that game is mine. Yeah. Like I, I need to get my pre- I'm I gotta put my pre order in mm. like ASAP. <laughs> yeah, it's coming out January, right? Yeah. 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 I saw the and, I saw the gameplay footage of that on YouTube. Yeah. Oh yeah, they put yeah, they released that. He showed me some stuff too. Um first of all Well, no, he did. Well, I saw it no, he showed it to me on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I, cause I cause obviously there was stuff that you that you was only able to see but you couldn't have your phone out. Mm-hmm. So um we went to that. So then later on, we so then later on we end up going to Artist Alley, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Oh shit, is Rob Layfield, the creator of Deadpool?" Yep. I gotta get it. I was like, "I gotta meet him." Mm-hmm. So we was looking at the time because we have already planned to go. We have, we made plans to go see the um, go to the Devil May Cry panel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. He waited in, so he waited in line with me, cause, and the line was like fairly long, mm-hmm. but it was very organized. It was going pretty swift. It, as long as it was, and where I was at, it, it felt long. Yeah. But it was going. It went pretty smoothly and stuff. So, yeah. I actually ended up having a chance to meet him and got some exclusive Deadpool comics. Word. Okay. Autograph. Signed by the man himself. Nice. 
So and he will be at Rhode Island Comic Con, so I'm getting a picture with him. Okay. That's what's up. So yeah, I'll just do this right here. Yeah. You ain't gonna take it. Nah. I'll take I won't. Hey, hey. What? I just wanna take a look at it. Okay. Careful. I know how to handle this. Relax. <laughs> so, um, but then he didn't stay for, he didn't stay long in the, uh, he didn't stay long with me in line. So I said, cause he wanted to catch the devil may cry panel because Ed's one of the, he's like the video game correspondent for the party nerds. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, you know what? Do your thing. And then as soon as I'm done here, hopefully they'll let me in and I can be able to sneak into the devil may cry panel with you. Yeah. Well, one thing that did, that did, that helped to prolong the process of me meeting Rob Layfield mm-hmm. is uh, Rhode Island Comic Con is November 2nd through the 4th. Yep. And um, there was a whole group of Deadpool cosplayers. Oh, I bet. Probably bought a good 10 of them. <laughs> so they happened to be walking by, they saw Layfield, and they all started cheering. Wow. They started cheering for Layfield. Layfield was so. And this is in me being in line. I'm like, God damn, this is going to take long. But you know what? I thought it was so dope that he did this. Layfield stepped out of line mm-hmm. with his own kit, with his own phone, and just started taking selfies with those Deadpools. Wow. <laughs> that's like, cool. that's, that's being humble. Hmm. I, I like seeing celebrities being humble. That's just showing appreciation. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, of him. Yeah, so like he, you know, he did that, and I was like, you know what, I'm not even gonna knock him for that. Mm-hmm. And you know, once I got so I got my autograph. So then I went to go. I was like, all right, he. Sh-, I was like, okay, I'm out of here. Where's the Devil May Cry panel? Mm-hmm. Show me where it was at. Ran over to it, and they're like, no, we already closed the doors. We're in. So I couldn't get in. Mm-hmm. This dude. So he got out of there. We met up. I met up with him, dude. They showed the entire title sequence mm-hmm. of Devil May Cry 5. Okay. He's like, dude, Capcom, he's like, Capcom's gonna make me broke. <laughs> Damn, well, it's that good, huh? Yeah. Oh, and not to mention a quick side note too, there were other venues around New York mm-hmm. that had panels. Like, he went to one at um, the Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden. Okay. And they provided shuttles back to the Java Center. Hmm. Okay, so they were pretty like close by, within like, a walking distance. Yeah, but it was kind of long. It was kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of it was walking distance, pretty long walking distance, but mm-hmm. still dope. I mean, it was still dope that they did that. Mm-hmm. So then uh, another one at Party Nerd AJ, um, we had, we ended up meeting meeting up with him, and he actually said that he went to the uh, into the Spider Verse panel. Mm-hmm. And he actually ended up seeing the first 35 minutes of the movie. What? Of Into the Spider-Verse? Of Into the Spider-Verse. <sighs> wow. And he's just like, yo, take my money already. Dang. Like, what was a... Okay. I didn't even... I can't even tell you. <laughs> but, um... So then another thing, so... Yeah, Oh, and then there was also a uh, Overwatch display too, where it's like you walk in, mm-hmm. you walk in. There was a huge line for that. I took I took a video of it for shout out to like Arison and the Fam Squad. They're all big uh, Overwatch players there, and um, you can actually you step onto a pan, to a rotating um, platform, mm-hmm. 
they give you a couple. They'll give you some props, and and you can actually record yourself into the Overwatch game, into Overwatch cinematics. Oh, okay. So it's like it scans you or something like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which was like absolutely insane. I'm trying to go through as much as we can, as much as I can. So then I also end up meeting probably one of the sweetest people that I've ever met in my entire entire life. She's one of the party nerds. Uh, Amber, she's from uh, New York. I mean, not New York. She's from Florida. She came all the way from Florida, mm. and uh. she's in our Insta- She's on the Instagram. She dressed up as the Halloween Harley, mm-hmm. and was actually giving out candy. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, she nailed the voice and everything. Wow, she even did the voice. Yeah, she went full blown cosplay. Wow, that's so a- we end up hanging. So we all end up hanging out for like mo- for like most of the day, and. Mm-hmm. Um, we end up going into the Headlock panel. Now, Headlock is actually a new comic book company mm-hmm. where it's actually, like, wrestling. Okay. All right. So, it's, okay, so yeah, it's basically, that. like, it's it's like comic books fused with wrestling. And one of the, and, um, who wanted the guests that was on that panel who's very, who's affiliated with that mm-hmm. company is none other than WWE Hall of Famer. Jerry the King Lawler, who does and he does a lot of the cover work. So he's talking about um, how he got into the business and he got into the business through art. Like he used to do drawings for the Memphis Territory, yep. and he got a hold of um, and Jackie Fargo, who was his mentor, a big time name, and it was a big time name down there in the Memphis Ter- in the old Memphis Territory. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Oh my God, you got to do, you have to do drawings for us." Mm-hmm. So then. He um so he started telling the story how like how everybody got um connected with each other and stuff, but then we end up having to leave early because mm-hmm. um the party nerds with you know with them doing their press and stuff, yeah. they actually had an interview scheduled with a with um European comics. Okay. European. Okay, now European comics is actually um it's a comic book company out of Europe. I forgot exactly where. Mm-hmm. But what they're doing is that they're building a comic book app a comic book app for the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. They were developing that, so you would be able to read comics, almost like a comicsology. Yeah. But it's for the Switch, it's for the Nintendo Switch, so you'd be able to read your comics on the Switch, and they would also have mm-hmm. like their own original content themselves. Okay. So it was cool, cool to like, I mean, I couldn't be in it because obviously I'm not a party nerd, but I I was, you know, I was just there to witness that. And um, also I end up meeting a fellow, another fellow podcaster, and a very good friend of ours, Bunny from the <laughs> from the Girls Can't Geek podcast, and it was just a pleasure meeting her. She was just so down. Like, unfortunately, she was working, so we really couldn't like kick it like that. But I mean, we had enough time to you know just talk, mm-hmm. ch- you know, talk and chat and everything. And plus, I was with Ed, so they end up having more stuff to do mm-hmm. and meeting up with the uh, comic book pals, which is how. Like I said, we're gonna be collaborating them real with them real soon because they really wanna collaborate with us. Mm. And then um, they actually end up going to the Square Enix okay. display. You would have lost your shit. Oh, really? Yeah. First of all, you got a early, you got a chance to play Kingdom Hearts three early. Really? Yeah. Like there was an actual Kingdom Hearts three that playable. Version. Yes. Oh, they had Devil May Cry too. They had Devil May Cry Five too as well. Yeah, but it's like the line was so long. I was just like, I can't do this right now. Yeah, 
It's like I'll watch it on YouTube or no, something. No, I was like, watch it. I was just, I, I didn't I didn't need to watch it on YouTube. I was watching it already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's another shut up and take my money game. It looks like, I mean, Cody Rhodes. I mean, he's not. It's in not it. in it, but I thought so. I was like, yo, he really looks like Cody Rhodes. Yeah. But yeah, he was also playing, you know, able to, he was able to play a lot of the Square Enix titles, you know, but Kingdom Hearts 3 was like the, was like the highlight. Mm-hmm. So then another one, so I ended up meeting up with more of the party nerds, and this is actually the fun, a great story. I'll probably get in trouble for telling the story, but it's just that funny. I have to pass it along. Yeah. So one of the party nerds, Jervis, who actually was on the first season of Survivor, Jervis oh. Peterson. Mm-hmm. He has a. He goes as his cosplay is Larry Cage, the first offender. Okay. So he's like a ghetto version of Luke Cage. <laughs> Luke Cage's older brother. Mm-hmm. So he's just ghetto and ratchet as fuck and everything. He's actually more. It was more of a hilarious character. So they mm-hmm. were actually interviewing Ty Mac from The Last Dragon. He was. Oh, there. oh my God! What? <laughs> yo, it's yo. My girlfriend and I. We just watched The Last Dragon this past weekend. Really. Was all like TV or something? No, I have the Blu-ray. Can I borrow it? Sure. Okay, good. Because you got my limitless, damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's only fair. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so they was just like, oh man, Time Mag, how's it going? You know, how's it going, man? She man, Larry Cage and all that. There's a poor person impression of it, by the way. Mm. <laughs> so then he was like, yo, so what happened? What happened to that punk ass dude? Show, show enough. Um. I hate to tell you this, but he was talking about the original actor. He's mm-hmm. like, he passed away yeah. like, some years back. Yeah, yeah. So then, because I'm playing stuff, I know I have all that shit. <laughs> Podcast. Oh, yo, shout out to Shannon J. Harley. She's just awesome. So then, um, so then it was like, oh, okay. Yo, what about that? What about that girl, Vandy, that you, you was trying to smash? Blah, 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 blah. Um, she she passed away too. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But yo, man, how's your little brother doing and all that? It's like, he 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 passed away a couple of years ago. You wow. know what? This interview is over. <laughs> wow, was he was really that awkward? Yeah. Damn, that's... Like, he was trying to... Like, he was in character, so he was hoping... They should have gave him a heads up saying that they were both going to be in character, but it just didn't work out that way. Oh, man. So I was like, yeah, time out. I'm like, time out. He was telling me that story. I was like, he hates you now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. But it was still dope. Um, So then... So, of course, you know, later on that day, you know, later on that day, we were drawing, you know, drawing close to the end. So, um, everybody else was just leaving, and then I end up meeting, um, I end up hanging with, um, another one of the party nerds, Bravo. Mm-hmm. Dude, he's a little too smart. <laughs> yeah. Like, he knows his shit, and first of all, he's actually one, one member of the party nerds that I probably talk to the least. hmm Saturday was my first time meeting him. We talked, and we clicked like that. Mm. So... So he's like, yo, you want to come? So since everybody's leaving, I'm not ready to leave. I said, well, I got some time to kill before my next endeavor. So um, he's like, you want to come with me to the True Believers panel? I don't care. Let's go. That's pretty much was my only. Every time they ask me to do something, I'm like, dude, I don't care. I'm here. I'm trying to. I'm enjoying the experience. My Mm -hmm. first experience, I was down for whatever. Mm -hmm. So I went. So 
Bravo and I went down there. We was talking and stuff. And uh, first of all, Bravo was like, well, one funny thing that Bravo said, he was like, so he's like, oh, yes, yo, you guys are so cool. Like, how come y'all haven't been on the show? I'm like, well, we live in Rhode Island. You guys know, you guys live in Jersey. That's no excuse. (laughs) So I'm like, you know what? Even if I have to, like, uh, work things out, I will, I'll get us on the show. <laughs> and he's like, so he was down with that. So, yeah, but we was, like, talking and stuff. When we get down there, so he had, remember, he's a party nurse, so he has a press pass. Mm-hmm. So the True Believers panel, you had to, like, have an exclusive ticket to get in. Mm-hmm. So he has a press pass. He was all set. And me just having this dead regular pass and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh damn. So, but he saw the security guard saw us, saw us that we saw that we were together, and he was like, "Man, just get in there." Oh wow, that's what's up. I was like, dope. Walked in there. They was giving bags of free comics and stuff. Mm-hmm. So then, the leader of the panel was um, the guy who was leading the panel was actually Agent M of the um, of one of the podcasts I listen to this week in Marvel, which helps me keep. Which keeps me updated with the, um, with you know all my Marvel releases and stuff. Yeah. So they started showing us some exclusive comic books that's gonna be coming out, like this Immortal Hulk that's out right now. Mm-hmm. But there's he showed me like some covers. They showed us some you know covers that's gonna be coming out, like Hulk in jars. Mm-hmm. Now he explained it, and I can't really remember exactly what was said because mm-hmm. it's not like I could. I had to keep my phone away. Yeah. Like they were, they were showing some exclusive shit that you could not, like, show to anybody else. Mm. So, and then another one is Hulk in Hell. Okay. Which is a very dope cover. Mm. I'm not even collecting the Immortal Hulk. I was sold to it. I was sold on the idea of collecting it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I don't know. It's like they're already pretty deep. Maybe I'm still thinking about it. Yeah. But um, that Hulk, the Hulk in Hell cover looks dope. Mm. It's like he's like all out of shape, and he's in hell, obviously. And it is Ben, it is Bruce Banner, mm-hmm. and just I was just like mesmerized by it. Like I think I would cop, I would buy that just for the cover. Oh, okay. Ain't wow. the first time I did it. <laughs> I bought Spawn Two Fifty just for the cover. <laughs> yeah. Both covers actually. Oh, word. And I bought two copies of the Fantastic Four Number One. <laughs> Yeah, there's mad variations of that. Yeah, I know. So, um, we watched that. They gave us an exclusive, um, exclusive call if you're a Marvel insider. Then, with Daredevil Season 3 coming out, they showed us three exclusive scenes. Okay. All right. Can you... I can't describe them, of course, but... One was involved... One involved Kingpin being interviewed... By the FBI. Okay. An- another one where Matt Murdock is actually having a conversation with uh, Sister Maggie. Mm-hmm. And then the third one when he's actually uh, fighting with, um, I'm forgetting his name, but he built um, the Daredevil armor. Uh Oh, shoot. I forgot his name, too. 
Um, yeah, because he's also uh, alliance, has an alliance with Kingpin as well. Yeah, but he was, but he kind of broke away in the first few, se- the first two seasons, if you remember. Yeah, he did. So like, he was kind of on a crossroad mm-hmm. between King, between Matt and Kingpin, and they was just like, so they end up fighting. Mm-hmm. It was a serious battle. Okay, like, to the point where I'm just like, everybody was like, oh, <laughs> and. Next thing you know, he's end up fighting, he's fighting off henchmen. Mm-hmm. Dope ass fight scene. They didn't even tell us like what episode is that. Nothing. They just said this is it, and you gotta watch. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta wait till the show comes out next week. Okay. So then that was that. They also showed the um, another comic book. I remember that they showed. Oh, two more, which was that I remember, and, I, and they showed more. Mm-hmm. Was um, the new Winter Soldier line that's coming out. Mm-hmm. So this is to the point where it's like. He's no longer the sidekick. Right. He's the main star himself. Mm-hmm. So he's going on a de- an adventure on himself. So that looks very interesting. The art looked very good. Mm-hmm. They had some of the writers there, and they were explaining the story more. And also Cloaking Dagger. Okay. Okay. And what they did was that, you know, with the success of the show, everybody, you know, more people are more familiar with the characters, how they're portrayed on, you know, the small screen. Yeah. So they cut. And since Cloaking Dagger, they did start out as teenagers. Mm-hmm. But they, you know, they obviously grew to adults. Yeah. But what this story is going to be about is like a lot of their stuff, a lot, a lot of their past demons from when they were a teen, from when they were teens, mm-hmm. comes back to haunt them. Mm. That's intriguing. Yeah. So it's like wow, and of course the art looked amazing. Mm-hmm. And then they also had people like discussing all discussing the uh, Marvel Unlimited app and everything. So yeah, that was just a dope panel to be a part of. Like. But somebody who wasn't supposed to be in that panel, mm-hmm. it was a, I, I was just I, I left I left New York Comic Con so satisfied. But it's like I, you cannot do one day. Yeah. If you blink, you miss it. Yeah, because it like it's like so huge. The so there was so ma- there was so much more mm-hmm. that I wanted to explore, but didn't really get a chance to. Yeah. Like you have to do multiple days. Mm. Yeah, that's and that's more bank, more bank for them. Too. It's, it, oh, definitely, but it's so worth it. Mm. Worth it. The cosplay was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like there was just so many people, and they just went all out. Like I know Bravos was Venom Pool. <laughs> no, it was actually I, I can show you the picture of it, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was just completely dope. Darnell was Luke Cage, obviously. One day he did Black Lightning. Mm-hmm. And then he did his normal Luke Cage, and then he was also uh, the old school Luke Cage. If you can go on our, if you see, you can see that on our um, Instagram. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was just so many. Um, Amber had so many had a different cosplay for each day, mm. and okay. she was there all four days. Like it was like I said, it's such an amazing experience that you just have to. You can't. You have to go. You have to go. I urge. Anybody who's a fan of nerd culture to go because they had something for everybody. Mm. Everybody. Like I'm in like I said, I'm in I didn't even get to get a chance to go through all of Artist Alley. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's that's you, crazy. I walked in there, I was like, if Victor was in I was like, if Victor was here, he'd be so broke. <laughs> Man, like you would lose so much because you lo- you're a fan of art. Yeah. Like you have plenty of art books, you have Art all around the house. Uh, you wouldn't even you wouldn't know where to put it. Yeah, 
Like, I, I'd probably be like, man, I'd have to, like, decide which artist I'd have to focus on. Maybe what, maybe two or three. You, It's I, not I, happening. Yeah. <laughs> it, it would not happen. Uh, you, you, you would get overwhelmed. You would end up getting pissed off because there's so many artists. There was so much there. Mm. And it was, speaking of artists, there was one thing I was so pissed, about, pissed off about that I met. Yeah. My all-time favorite comic artist is, no disrespect to Jack King Kirby mm-hmm. or the other greats, my favorite artist is Todd McFarlane. Mm-hmm. He was there Thursday. Yeah. He was there Friday. Mm-hmm. Was not there Saturday. He was there Sunday. Wow. Damn, he takes Saturday off. Took Saturday off the one day I was there. <laughs> I would have I said, if I knew that, Tom McFarlane was gonna. If Tom McFarlane was there on Saturday, I would have saved Rob Layfield for Rhode Island Comic Con mm. and met Tom McFarlane. Man. And he had a panel. Oh, wow. and did a live Venom drawing mm. to celebrate the movie coming out. Nice. Yeah. Well, at least you got a Rob Layfield's autograph. I'm not. No, I'm definitely not complaining mm-hmm. about that. But yeah. So them i mean new york comic con shout outs to bunny shout outs to the entire party nerds because they they made my experience what it was yeah that's awesome you know finally finally meeting up with uh other oh we all said the same thing man finally (laughs) that was words for everybody Finally, mm-hmm. so but yeah, but bit and bit definitely big shouts to Eddie man. That's that's my guy. He's in the wrestling fantasy warfare and so, and we just couldn't stop talking. We did not stop talking. We was just it was, yo, it was like we've been best friends for years. No, oh, that's what's up. Yeah. So uh, so then later on, after I finally ate because I didn't eat till eight o'clock that night when I left, mm-hmm. and I just had a street vendor kebab. <laughs> <laughs> so I end up going to a uh, local spot in Brooklyn. It's called Love Story. Mm-hmm. Nice little hole in the wall, st- hole in the wall spot where everybody was a wrestling fan. Oh, okay. Yeah, everybody, mm-hmm. everybody was talking wrestling. Nice. Which was like dope. And then I end up meeting up with Janelle from HR from the Jabba Tears podcast, mm-hmm. and you know, she showed me an amazing time. Shout outs to her. Wilkins, Sir Wilkins and Mr. Black. Yeah, they have a segment on their show called You Just Made the List, where it's like some, you know, obviously the Chris it's taken after the Chris Jericho list. Yeah. Somebody does something stupid. You just made the list. Yep. Yo, they just made the list for not showing up. <laughs> and I told her to do that on their show, so hopefully she will. <laughs> but yeah, so we end up catching the UFC two twenty UFC two twenty nine um pay per view. Yep. You already, it, you can escape what happened at UFC 229. Yeah. And then we end up going to a club right across the street. A nice. storefront club. Okay. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Spanish, club, Spanish club, so I was kind of at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in Brooklyn, so we party till about like three, even though club, clubs close at four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So we played at three. So then went to go catch a subway. I had White Castle at three thirty in the morning, <laughs> as you should. Yeah, yeah. Didn't get back to my Airbnb until five in the morning. Mm-hmm. Got up at seven because there was one thing being staying in the Bronx. I one thing I had to do. Mm-hmm. I had to go to fifteen twenty Sedgwick Avenue and take a picture. Mm. Then and that is. 
1520 Sedgwick Avenue in the Bronx is the birthplace of hip hop. Where mm. every where it all where it all started. Yeah, man, it's roots right there. It was it, it was just such a humbling experience as somebody mm. who dabbled on them some graffiti. I dabbled on rapping. And it was hard, uh, and I was I had potential, but I did not want to choose that. Mm-hmm. Who used to break dance? Mm-hmm. Who's DJing now? I felt like I had to do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, man. That's... And it, it was such a humbling experience. Like, And there's actually like a little, um, it's like a little museum there. Oh, okay. Like a hip-hop cultural center. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously I went, it was like 8 o'clock in the morning when I got there. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. about 8, 9 o'clock in the morning when I got there. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm sure it was probably closed. And this, you know, it was in a housing project. So people still live there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I didn't want to be, you know, I didn't want to be like, that crazy tourist there, yeah, with people you know, sleep, you know, probably still sleep or whatever that much. So I was like, I'll save, I'll do all that for another trip because I am going back. Yeah, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I am going back. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, took a couple of pictures and then took my ass on home. Yeah, yeah, that's quite a weekend, man. It was probably the most sleepless weekend <laughs> I have had <laughs> since my grandmother. Man. <laughs> but it was worth it, man. You, I, I plan on going next year, staying mm. for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to stay like all four days of the con? Worth it, but I'll try to see what I can do in three. Mm. Yeah, man, that's that's pretty jam-packed, man. But I'm glad that you had a really great time and got to link up with the other podcasters who support our show. Yeah, link up with them, meet some new, made some new friends, found some cosplay, you know, amazing cosplayers. Yep. Um, just, you know, just, I mean, I had just an amazing time representing us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You really should come out. You really should. You got to have that experience. And I'm aiming for San Diego. Uh, okay. <laughs> you, you gotta have yeah. You gotta have that experience. I always say this. You wake like I said. You wake up in the morning, and you're 80 years old. Mm-hmm. And the only one thing you have to do is write a book about your life and mm-hmm. your experiences. Mm-hmm. How interesting would that book be? Well, I'm not sure. Still have years, still have decades left before then. No, I'm saying you wake up, you wake up tomorrow. Oh, okay. Eighty years old. It'd be fairly interesting. Yeah, man. You only live once. Live your best life. <laughs> uh, I don't like that song, but yeah, I know what you mean. That song is amazing. You know, <laughs> you know it. Nah. But, no. but yeah, but yeah. Listen, uh, listen, you are living your best life right now. You are in a good situation. I am. You're living your best life. Yeah, but I don't like that song. You should be ashamed of yourself. That song is fun. <laughs> you have to you have to be in an environment where where it like speaks to you and you're like, you know what? Smile, bitch. Smile. <laughs> yeah. I guess because I don't I just don't like him. But anyway. Just give the song a chance. Hmm. But yeah. Like I said, Rhode Island Comic Con. I mean, yeah, I'll be there representing. Right on. All right. So um Ready to move on to question of the week? Yeah, let's do I it. I did not post it up, <laughs> post up the last one. That's all right. So, um, 
So uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Trying to cook up a. Who question. was your favorite famous cosplayer? Famous cosplayer. Dang, I don't. Hmm. I don't know of any. I don't know of any fam- famous cosplayers. Are there famous cosplayers? Yeah, I'm sure there are. Okay. Um, I really don't have one. I don't have an answer for that. I'd probably say. Um, I'd probably say Ivy Doom Kitty. Like yeah. she's plus size, and so she wears it with confidence and stuff, and mm-hmm. all of that. And her cosplays are dope. Okay. She has an Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Nice. So yeah, that'll be on that'll be on uh, social media's within a day or two. So um, yeah, but that's all I got. Yeah, right on, right on, man. Yeah, that was New York Comic Con, and uh, you said you'll be going to Rhode Island Comic Con next month. Yeah, we representing us. All right, that's what's up. Yeah, man. So yeah, that's yeah. Thank you for sharing your uh, jam packed weekend. There was one more thing too. What's one that? Thing that so of course, you know, I like free stuff. So they asked, so uh, Steve Aoki, mm-hmm. a musician and DJ, was there, and now he actually has a comic. It's called uh, Neon Future, based off of his um, his Neon Future uh, albums. Okay. And the artwork is just amazing, and mm-hmm. I actually was able to get it signed by the artists and the writers that were that participated in making this comic, so I'm looking forward to reading that. Mm. Um, yeah, check it. Oh, that's dope. Nice, done. Definitely nice cover artwork. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah. So, yeah, man, you can check us out. Uh, thank you for listening and watching. And you can check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, and, of course, Facebook Live. D- drop us a five-star review on iTunes if you can. And follow us on social media on Instagram, at Codex Prime Podcast, Twitter, at Codex Prime Cast, and Facebook.com slash Codex Prime Podcast. Go. Yeah, that's it. That's it. One, one more shout out to our sponsor, Studio Headphones. Yep. Where you can get affordable, fashionable, and uh, high quality headphones at a very great price. All you got to do is just go to uh, studio.com and get 15% off your purchase by using a promo code CODEX. And also, you, oh, wait. Free shipping in the USA. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then also make sure you go to wehabmerch.com to get to get uh, Codex Prime t-shirts as well. So And make sure when you do, take a picture with it, and we will definitely shout you out and post you on our social media pages. Yes. Yes, indeed. And, uh, and as always, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Catch us next week, next Wednesday. And as always, we'll catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later.